The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Actually, this gospel, like all gospels, should be read by, by, by our deacon. And so I usurped his authority here today. Um, why? Well, because I want to, I suppose. <laughs> and I felt that he may have needed a rest because uh, he went to bed late last night. No, seriously, this is a very long gospel story, and in many ways, it, it's my homily, if, if you will. And personally, I think it's, you know, in, in the Gospel of Luke, uh, the prodigal, story of the prodigal son is regarded as a classic, okay? In the Gospel of St. John, this chapter, chapter 9, uh, which is today's gospel, is also a classic. And it's one, I think, that we need to read, reread, and really, really take to heart. And in many ways, as you read it, or if it's, if it's well read, which I don't read that well, but if it's well read, it's more like it's a drama, really. And it's a drama in six little, six little scenes. And above and beyond all else, you'll notice in, in this gospel reading is there are two different movements, if you will. That is, the first one is a movement of uh, the blind man. The blind man goes from physical blindness to spiritual insight, and it happens gradually. So he's sort of moving up, as it were, but then there's a movement in the opposite direction, and that is the, 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 uh, the Pharisees. The Pharisees uh, uh, move from uh, physical sight to spiritual blindness. They move from physical sight, the sea, but to spiritual blindness. So the blind man goes one way, and the Pharisees go the other way. And in the Gospel of uh, St. John, uh, the, the themes of light and darkness uh, are concepts that, that appear very, very often. But in this Gospel, light and darkness are really embedded, embedded in the characters. And I think you'll be able to see that for yourselves. And it goes like this. This is scene number one. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who has sinned, this man or his parents, that he be born blind? Jesus answered, neither he nor his parents sinned. It is so that the works of God might be made visible through him. We have to do the works of the one who sent us while it is still day. Night is coming when no one can work. And when I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had said this, he spat on the ground. He made clay with saliva. He smeared the clay on the man's eyes and said to him, go wash in the pool of Silwam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. Scene two. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said, it is. But others said, no, it just looks like him. He said, I am. And so they said to him, how were your eyes opened? And he replied, the man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and told me, go wash in the pool of Siloam. So I went and I washed 
and I was able to see. And they said to him, well, where, where is he? And he said, I don't really know. And then it goes to scene three. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees asked him, how was he able to see? He said to them, he put clay in my eyes and I washed and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others says, how can a sinful man do such signs? And there was a vision among them. And so they said to the blind man again, what do you have to say about him? And he said, he is a prophet. And this takes us to the next scene, and it goes like this. Now, the Jews did not believe that he had been blind and gained his sight until they summoned the parents of the one who had gained his sight. They asked him, is this your son who was born blind? How can he now see? His parents answered and said, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind. We do not know how he sees now nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he can speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone acknowledged him as the Christ, he would be expelled from the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, he is of age, question him. So this takes us to the next scene. So a second time, they called the man who had been blind and said, give praise to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He said, if he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know is that I was blind and now I see. And they said to him, what did he do for you? He said, he opened my eyes and he answered them, I told you, he answered them, I told you already and you do not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? And they ridiculed them and said, you are that man's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but we do not know where this one is from. The man answered and said to them, this is what is so amazing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if one is devout and does his will, he listens to him. It is unheard of that anyone ever opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he would not be able to do anything. And they answered and said to him, you were born totally in sin and you were trying to teach us. And so they threw him out of the synagogue. Night scene. When Jesus heard that he'd been thrown out of the synagogue, he found to him and said, do you believe in the son of man? He answered and said, who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, you have seen the one speaking with you is he. 
He said, I do believe, and he worshipped him. Then Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do, who do not see might see, and those who do, do see might become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not also blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying, We see, and so your sin remains. So there you have it. You can be seated at this stage. So it said, I said that this reading is all about movement. Uh, on, the, on, the, on the part of the blind man, he moves from blindness to spiritual insight, wherein or whereby he can ultimately acknowledge Jesus as his God. Whereas, on the other hand, the, uh, the Pharisees, the Pharisees who had sight, like the rest of us, but yet by the time the story is finished, they fail, they fail to recognize the presence of God as it's manifested in the person of Jesus. So in essence, they are the ones who are the sinners at the end of the story. And so I just invite you, in relationship to that story, you might want to read it again for yourself. In fact, I encourage you to read it again for yourselves. And I, in doing so, you might ask yourselves the question, what movement is there in your life as far as your spiritual life is concerned? Are you stagnant at this point in time? Or are you using the season of Lent as an opportunity to deepen your relationship with the Lord? And if you haven't done it up to this point, there are three weeks left, and so perhaps the Lord is asking you at this time, I love you and I want you to deepen your relationship with me and also with his church.